What is it about our country that makes us unique? What is it that makes us different? How have we, in the shortest amount of time in history, been able to become the most prosperous country in history? These are questions we need to answer. Do the people attacking have any idea? It's unlikely. On today's show, on today's Mindful Monday, we need to discuss, we need to understand so we can better prepare ourselves against those attacks so we can defend and we can protect and maybe salvage enough of our freedoms when the dust settles that we can still call ourselves the United States of America. This show is for the few, not the many, for those looking for a tribe of fellow warriors who embody strength, honor, and respect, who believe in faith, family, and freedom, who see the threat ahead and refuse to sit idle any longer. This show is a giant middle finger to the elite, the entitled, the victim, and the woke. This is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast, and I'm your host, Phil Anderton, a 20-year military veteran, husband, father, and a man on his own path to becoming dangerous. While often categorized as a democracy, the United States is more accurately defined as a constitutional federal republic. What does that mean? Well, first off, constitution, right? That's that that's constitutional refers to the fact that the government in the United States is based on a constitution which is Hear me out. The supreme law of the United States. The Constitution not only provides the framework for how the federal and state governments are structured, but it also places significant limits on their powers. Think about that. Why would people in power have a problem with the Constitution? Why do people in power on both sides try to use the parts they like to their benefit and the parts they don't like are bad and need to be changed and need to be updated. That's why you hear people say, oh, well, the internet and Wi-Fi and electric vehicles and all the new stuff we got, well, that wasn't around in the Constitution, so the Constitution's irrelevant. It is sad. It is disgusting. It is ignorant to allow people to talk about the supreme law of the United States. You guys got to understand what makes us different. It is not these morons leading our country. It's not. They are not what makes us different. What makes us different is a lot of very, very, very intelligent people who lived under the tyranny of a king who left and built our country and to ensure that what they went through wasn't repeated. They wrote a constitution, they declared, and they wrote a constitution limit the power of the government they were building, right? And so 270-something years later, apparently that document's not good enough. In 270-something years, we've become the most prosperous nation. We've been the leader of the free world arguably since world coming out of World War II, maybe sooner, right? We have been the leader of the free world. So in under, what, 200 years, that document took us from 
13 colonies, and within 200 years, that document created the government and the foundation for what has become the world power. Why all of a sudden, outside of spoiled brats, entitled, power-hungry, all the things we can think of when we think of D.C., right? Why is it they all of a sudden now, they feel that they're above that document, that they're above the Constitution? Well, I just said it. It places significant limits on their powers. The Constitution was put in place to create a limited government. Everywhere in the Constitution, it reminds we the people that we have the power. This is our government, and those elected officials are representatives. They are not the end-all, be-all. All right, so the first thing to take away there is how important the Constitution is, how important it is to listen, right? Ask basic questions of people. Do you support the Constitution, right? When we're talking about elected officials moving forward even, do you support the Constitution? When you hear politicians at a higher level discrediting or discounting the Constitution, that should be an immediate red flag for that person and anything else that comes out of their mouth after that. Nobody is above the supreme law of the land. Nobody is above the Constitution. The Constitution is what makes us who we are. And to think now that these power-hungry political elites, they want to get around it, they want to skirt it, they want to find ways around it, that should be a red flag to you. And anyone you're talking to, do yourself a favor, right? As we're raising our kids, as we're raising our children, Feel free to pass this knowledge on as you as you dive into what we're talking about a little more. Make sure that we're raising our next generation to appreciate the Constitution and what it means to our country. All right, so the next thing, right, we're a constitutional federal. What does federal mean? Federal means that there is both a national government and governments of the 50 states. This one can simply be explained. It is called the United, break it down, United States of America. The United States, 50 states have to agree. 50 states have to come together. They're not forced. It's not the coerced states. It's not the mandated states, as though I'm sure some people in, in Washington would like, like it to be, right? We are the United States, which means collectively, Here's the problem with the way they're governing out of Washington, D.C., how they're usurping their powers over the Constitution and they're finding ways around and they're using corporations to get around some of our freedoms and some of our, some of our rights uh, as people. Here's the problem. The 50 states needing to agree means once the federal government does enough tyranny, right? Once the federal government usurps too much power, what's in it for me, right? With them, every person, every business, every corporation, what's in it for me? Nobody does anything out of the goodness of their heart. There is something in it for them. At the point, the federal government is no longer valuable to the states. The states are no longer going to be united in following the federal government. This is the danger in what the federal government's doing. If D.C. and the swamp continue to spread their toxic 
woke, divisive culture. And if they then take that culture and they mandate and they enforce and in through regulation and law and God forbid federal agents, right? If they try to step on the states, the states can only take so much. And the more the states can become independent, not needing the tax money, not needing the support, the more the states can take care of themselves, which, oh, by the way, a lot of the red states are in a surplus, meaning can do without federal assistance. What happens? People, we do not want that. We would much prefer a federal government rein themselves in, get themselves in check, Let me give you an example, right? The southern border. That is a perfect example. The southern border is wide open. The southern border is having people pour across by the tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands a day, a month, whatever the number is. Millions have come into our country illegally. This disproportionately affects the southern states, right? So if the southern states do what's in the best interest of their constituents, right? Take Texas, for example. If Texas, and I know Arizona has talked about this as well, if they decide to finish the wall, if they decide to secure as much of the border as they can, and the federal government then comes in and tells them to take it down, let the people come in, what's in it for the people of Arizona and Texas? Nothing. Their towns are being shit on by all these illegal immigrants. Their money, their tax money is going to try to take care of all these people. The federal government's not assisting. The federal government is coming in actually and telling Texas, take down that fence that you put up and let these people in. There's a video, if you haven't seen it, there's federal agents that are cutting the locks and telling, and while the Texas agents are there, the federal agents are are usurping their authority over the Texas agents and migrants are walking in while federal agents are watching. If that doesn't blow your fucking, I don't know what will blow your mind, but that is certainly something worthy of me banging my head into a wall. I don't understand how this is happening other than there has to be some political gain for the current party in office to think that they will at some point benefit from these millions of illegals coming in. That's the only thing that makes sense. It's disgusting, right? But Texas and Arizona, meanwhile, they're they're saying, hey, fentanyl's pouring in. Hey, drugs. Hey, sex trafficking. Hey, all these illegals, we can't take care of them. So they're starting to play the game. They're starting to ship them around to some of these blue areas. And long story short, guys, that's the difference, right? But that that's what federal means. It means there is a national government and there is the government of the 50 states. But again, United States, not mandated states. At some point, the states are going to say, this is not for me. You're not benefiting me. You're not benefiting our people of our state. We're out. And once that happens, it ain't going to be one state. I promise you, these governors are talking. At some point, enough governors are going to say they've had enough. And then what? Well, I'm going to tell you the, the short answer. Everybody loses, right? A lot of people are going to lose before we figure out all the mistakes that we're making right now. All right, so we got constitutional, we got federal. What does it mean to be a republic? A republic is a form of government in which the people hold power, but elect representatives to exercise that power, okay? We hold the power, the people hold the power. Until 
the system is changed, voting is how you people have the power. You have to vote. You have to elect representatives. You have to do grassroots campaigns. You got to get to know these people. Um, sadly, you know, there's some people I know that they, they don't participate in the system. They have detached. And I would argue they're able to detach, right? If you're not a W-2 employee, if you're not counting on a 401k, if you're not counting on Social Security, if you are able to live free and independent from the government, then kudos to you. But most of you listening to this show are like me. You're either a W-2 or you live in an HOA or, or, or you're, you're, you're investing in stocks and bonds. You're, you have a 401k. Uh, maybe you have some crypto, right? You're tied to the system, whether you like it or not. As long as you're getting paid by somebody and paying taxes, you're tied to the system and you need to pay attention to how those tax dollars are spent. All right. Until you can get to the point where you can live off the land and, and, and just minimal impact with the government. And I'll tell you, a lot of these people live in middle of nowhere or in other countries. Those are the people, those are the Americans who don't vote. Right. They are truly detached. There are. They are less than 1%, though, right? Meanwhile, the rest of us, what's our excuse for not voting? What's our excuse for not participating and doing our civic duty to vote? The only way we hold the power is by holding people accountable. And holding people accountable is who you send to D.C. to throw wrenches in their plans. And if you keep sending back the same people, you only embolden them more, right? When Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell... And probably some names I don't even know. When they spend 20, 30, 40 years in DC, well, yeah, they're gonna grow, uh, they're gonna grow heads that think they can do no wrong and everybody should just listen to them. They're the experts. Look, Joe Biden was in office for like 40, 40 years before he finally uh you know finagled his way up to the the top, the top spot. And look where that got us. Look where a 40-year politician got us. They think they know better, they're entitled. They literally want us to shut up in color. They want us to fall in line. Even Obama, if you didn't see the YouTube, Obama got heckled the other day and he he got furious because for eight years he was spoon fed. He was coddled. He was babied. He could do no wrong. And now Americans are finally awake and they're saying, nah, y'all are a bunch of idiots over there. And now even Obama's getting heckled and it, it infuriates him. And it's so funny to see because, yeah, for eight years, you you know, the media and everybody kind of babied this guy, even though he was a terrible president. Now people are like, F you guys, you know, and good on them, but a little too late, right? It, it appears the majority is saying, hey, we don't like your policy, but guess what? It's just making them work that much harder to force it down our throats. All right. What makes the U.S. government uniquely American? All right. Let's sum this up. It's constitution the separation of powers, right? We didn't talk about this, but the concept of checks and balances that they're also shitting on, the decentralized role of state and local governments, and a citizenry with wide opportunity to be a part of it all. Why does this matter to you? Because the attack on our country is happening from inside. It is political elites it is woke ideologies. It is a very small fringe minority that, you know, one could argue came up through the ranks of the academic institutions for the last 50 years. And they have slowly infested enough dummies 
sheep that are just wanting to go along with the flow. And yet, and here we are. Here we are. We, in 2022, through a pandemic that may have not even been a pandemic or, or needed to be a pandemic, now the vaccine, you got politicians just doing some crazy shit. Everything's been polarized. Uh, if you don't agree, you're this, that, or the other. Look, guys, you're trying to live your life. I get it. I'm trying to live mine. You're trying to raise a family. I get it. I'm trying to raise mine. Here's what I'm going to tell you. The entire legacy mindset, the entire thing you're building could crumble in the next, I don't know, two years. What are you doing it all for, right? What are you doing it all for if they're going to be severely worse off, right? We're talking about your kids now or your your kids' kids. Where are they going to be? What is this all for? If you just put your head in the sand and you tune me out and you say, yeah, they'll figure it out. Oh, they'll figure it out. They always figure it out. I don't know. I don't know anymore. They're attacking the foundation of this country. They're attacking the Constitution. They are not respecting the state, the United States. They are not respecting the states disagreeing. They're telling we the people. They're telling our local and they're telling our state governments they're telling us all to shut up in color. They're telling us all to fall in line. They're telling us that they, a select group of people, the elites, they know better. And if we just did it their way, if we just listen to them, everything will be okay. Well, that goes against everything we just talked about as far as our constitution and what it means to be free, what it means to for the people to hold the power. Does it sound like in that scenario when we're being force-fed a bunch of bullshit, does it sound like we hold the power? Or does it sound like for too long we have also been sheep and we have also stood by and we have also allowed things to just happen? Before it gets to the point where the state of Texas has to question the federal government and, and consider seceding from the union, before that happens, can enough of us, can enough of us take back? some of our civic duties? Can enough of us get involved in our local governments? Can enough of us ask the right questions, challenge the right people, support people who believe in the Constitution, the federal government, and what it means to be a republic? Can enough of us do that, please, so that maybe, just maybe, we can wake up from this nightmare and our children have the same opportunities we did and we can steer this ship in the right direction? Just maybe. That's all I got for you guys today. Check out the newsletter, dangerousman.substack.com. Hit me up on LinkedIn if you're listening to the show. And if you get an opportunity, please, on Apple, uh, wherever you're listening, leave a rating and review. I would appreciate that. Thank you guys for your time.